But I've really been sitting with this, this idea that really, that I think I never really heard anybody really talk about, but I think it's really about receiving. Becoming a really good boss is about being able to receive the support that shows up for you. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hey there, visionaries. So as we've been having this conversation around team and what it really takes to be an excellent boss and shared some of my fumbling moves in the boss department along the years here on the podcast. And, you know, if you hook around in the last couple of episodes, you can find them here. But I'm just really been sitting with this, you know, what does it really take to be a good boss? Because, you know, the conversations that I'm having with my clients, knee to knee, behind closed doors and our coaching calls, you know, it's clients who are paying $30,000 out of their own pocket every month to cover payroll because when they started building their team, they hired some really amazing people and they're good people because they didn't want to struggle with the delegation pieces and really break it all down. So they hired these strategic thinkers and all the roles and Now their overhead is completely out of control. Or, you know, the client who is struggling to get their team to do what they're asking them to do and they're dropping a ball and, you know, they had a recent launch and emails are going out wrong times and, you know, posts are not happening and things are being missed and they having to do a bunch of the work to cover for their team. And, you know, it all feels a little bit loosey-goosey and they wonder... Why is the team not doing what they need to do? So what I paid them to do, I can't believe it feels disrespectful, hurt, pissed off, annoyed, you know, or the team member that feels that it's just unfair, you know, that they have team members that make mistakes, costly mistakes that they have to pay for because they the boss and they the ones sitting there with a bill and they don't really have a say in it. And the team members aren't held accountable at the same level. And you know, the team members ask for equality and a certain work environment, but the boss just kind of have to take it. And there's a level of resentment and unhappiness that comes with all of that. All of these stories, you know, that I'm listening to and hearing from, from many of the leaders that I sit with, because, you know, really think about it. None of us was ever taught what it was going to take to be a boss or a leader managing a team. And I think a lot of us didn't realize that's a big part of growing a business to seven figure plus is having a team, leading a team, making sure people are doing what they're supposed to be doing because your reputation is on the line when things are not being done right. And, you know, you're making promises out in the world. You want to keep, you want to be in integrity, all of those things. And so you're up against the wall, right? You have your back against the wall trying to figure these things out. And you can't grow your business past a certain point without having a team on board. And this might be one of those things that you just didn't think about when you wanted to grow and scale and your vision and your passion and take it all away and have the impact and income that you really want. And here you are, and now you're going to have to figure this piece out. And 
and be a little bumpy. Definitely was for me, right? Like I shared some stories, some really doozies, but I've really been sitting with this, this idea that really, that I think I never really heard anybody really talk about, but I think it's really about receiving. Becoming a really good boss is about being able to receive the support that shows up for you. So right now, you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in, and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company, and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. And I really kind of been thinking about this. You know, one thing that I realized that my ability to relax to trust, to receive, had has to grow before I get to have a team that I feel fully supports me, you know? And the more my feeling of being relaxed and trusting and receiving grew, the more supported I felt. And I think this might be true for many of us. And, you know, I grew up with a lot of trauma and, you know, I find that with my relationship with my team, when the balls were dropped and things weren't done and, you know, it felt a little bit like the harpoon was pulled under my feet and I lay there scrambling and it took me by surprise. And I kind of had a trauma response to those moments a lot of times and I responding accordingly like it was a life and death situation sometimes. You know, and I also, early on, I felt betrayed. I felt let down. I felt disrespected when my team didn't do the things that we had agreed that they would do. You know, I really took it as a personal insult. And I also felt scared. You know, how will I ever be able to trust someone else to run the day-to-day of my business when no one is really trustworthy enough to show up every day, do the thing that I ask them to do and not drop any freaking balls, right? Because the slightest mishap, smallest mistake would really send me spinning, you know? What else am I missing? What else are they not doing? You know, what am I actually paying for here? Nobody cares about what we are doing here. You know, I really had this sense of the glass house empty scenario in my head playing out. I just, you know, with my talent for noticing patterns and seeing a thing shift and shape, I was very good at pinpointing all the places where things weren't happening. You know, I could see it very quickly. And then I would zero in and get kind of intense. And the truth is that I was completely blind to all the support that I actually did have and all the support my team did provide, you know? And so little by little, I started to replace my feelings of distrust and fear and feeling taken advantage of and all of these trauma response feelings with curiosity. That was like my entry point, curiosity, to entering into those conversations with neutrality and curiosity. So when something broke, rather than immediately think, how did you let this happen, right? To one of my team members, you know, I would just ask, hey, what do you think caused this breakdown? And then I paused and I listened. And you know, that second part is really important. The pausing and the listening. 
And what I began to discover is that not once did a breakdown happen because one of my team members didn't care about me, didn't care about my business or the outcome. You know, things usually fell apart because of poor communication, clunky or missing workflows, you know, or unclear expectations. And by getting curious and listening to the feedback from my team and taking action to plug the holes, improve our systems and clarify our communication, we really began to eliminate those breakdowns, started to actually shift how we did things so that we could all be on the same page and work more effectively together. And my team was even more invested in the vision we were creating together because they were part of the collaboration and the improvements, and they were listened to and respected for their point of view. So showing up with curiosity rather than criticism left my team feeling empowered rather than have a crazy puppy. That's what that is, running around like a mad puppy in the background. So, you know, it really left my team feeling empowered rather than deflated. And my team doubled down on the efforts to meet the goals. And little by little, I grew better at receiving the amazing support they enthusiastically provided. And I started to feel really supported, you know? And today, I literally told my team this just the other week. And I said, you know, I'm kind of blown away that I now have nine amazing individuals committed to helping me create my ultimate vision. Now, how freaking amazing is that? You know, their support is something I never again will take for granted. You know, I'm ultimately forever grateful for a team got my back as much as I got theirs. But it's been a learning curve and it's been steep and it's been clunky and cumbersome and difficult. And I'm really committed to starting to unpacking this more and more for you. And my hope is that me sharing my perspectives and the shifts and the challenges that I've been through, that you will be starting recognizing yourself in some of these stories and that you will start noticing where you can shift and change to become a better leader for your team so that you ultimately can have the kind of impact that you know that you're here to make. And also, there's just nothing better than having people there doing the work because they love what you're up to and they're passionate about the work they do. And they want to support you and they're excited to be part of your vision. And the more you can cultivate that conversation and collaboration, the more it will grow the more it will flourish and the better it will get. So stay put. I'm hoping to start also inviting in some leaders to have these deeper conversations about the journey that they've been on, the stories they have to tell about their team and everything that's, that they've been through growing a business. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources. 